Henshin Inspection presents Going Ultra! This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Going Ultra. Visit mjmunoz.com slash gu for notes and links. And don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and comment to help me grow. SSSS.Denazanon, episode 10, Which Memories Do You Regret? Originally aired June 4th, 2021. The writer is Keichi Hasegawa. The director is... Mmm! Sorry, that's a uh, Sonic Adventure joke that only certain people would get in the proper context, and I'm, I'm very, very sorry that I made it. The title of this episode, this analysis, uh, is uh, Why Can't I Reach You? And I'm going to go ahead and get into the static of it pretty soon. So, like I said, going into the static. The animation. Uh, weird proportions and sloppy model adherence is a rough look, or is, is a rough thing to look at. I don't like it, and uh, kind of threw me off. So, there you go. And then uh, the next thing is maybe Yamogi had it too easy breaking through to the others. What made it work mechanically? I don't get it. He just tried harder until it worked, and that's, like, that's all. He didn't even, like, he, they couldn't hear him. It's not like he said something specific to them. Just he tried hard enough till oh, he's cracking through and breaking through, and now, you know, they're getting it. And I just, I didn't really like that. Uh, moving on to the sizzle. The animation. All the blurs and squishes and deformations made for really dynamic action. Inside the kaiju, all of that made sense, and using different styles to show the differences between the past and present was quite effective. They also did a lot of interesting flourishes and blocking, like having Yamogi being trapped inside of screens or mirrors. That looked cool, felt poignant, and made his inability to reach the others feel a little more concrete, and I liked that. Alright, moving on to the soul. When uh, Shizumu said, now everyone can be free, I'm sure he was referring to the power of the kaiju to trap people in their own pasts, being that he has the ability to know what they're thinking or connect to them or whatever. Uh, the option to go back to a woeful choice and go the other way is a powerful temptation and a trap many of us can find ourselves in from time to time. The past is gone and we can never reclaim it. We can chain ourselves to its ghosts or we can choose to accept it and build our own future. Very cool stuff. I, I love that. This is a stupid robot anime with, you know, never mind, uh, with the girls who are, you know, supposed to lure you and things like that. It's just, I, I love that there's all that, you know, crap on top of anime, but there's this great depth within it most of the time. Uh, let's see. Speculation. The princess is going to end up being the villain all along, especially because the country she was, you know, princess of wanted to kill all the kaiju users. It makes a lot of sense to me. Um, the fact that the government was using or the country was using the uh, kaiju users and abusing them and trying to kill them afterwards. Makes a lot of sense. You see Captain in the Winter and uh, you see uh, Falcon in the Winter Soldier, you see history, you see anything. Uh, you'll know that kind of stuff happens all the time. Anyway, moving on to the debate. Uh, is it possible to reach someone who doesn't want to be reached? Is it possible to uh, be unable to reach yourself? Second question. Is Yamogi grieving the loss of his uh, mother? <laughs> Uh, it seems like he was like she in the memory was introducing him to a colleague who she is romantically interested in. Is he upset about that, or did he lose his father, and is he still mourning that, or at least uh, cannot yet accept that his mother is interested in moving on from her presumed widowhood? It's my question. Uh, rating for the episode: This is a four to five. It was really fantastic, and uh, I'll tell you all about why I liked it. I picked "Why Can't I Reach You" as the uh, the title for the episode uh, or of the analysis because the nature of the self and dealing with 
uh, who and what we are is so profound to me? My answers are sort of easy. I'm a believer, I have faith, but that isn't enough. I believe I'm called to live my life to uh, a greater purpose. Uh, even so, there are times when I let my mind wander off to, uh, or away from the here and now, off of the here and now, and wander off uh, what I'm doing and making and building, and I let myself ponder all I have lost and marred through my human frailty. We got a glimpse of that in this episode. The wild, varied, and stunning animation and deep narrative work uh, work together, rather, uh, to make for an exciting and cathartic experience. Watching the threat escalate until only Yamogi was left to confront it, then seeing him break through the delusion and strive to free the others at a significant cost to himself was thrilling. Yume's time with Kano was bittersweet, and Koyomi seeing that people and experiences are more important than money was interesting. I think that is what uh, happened with Koyomi anyway. His resolution was a bit hard to read. These people are hurt and scarred and were out of touch with themselves. Taking the time to make characters confront their own brokenness is one of my favorite things in media, even when the issues are a little abstract. That internal journey and resolve to keep living and doing something positive for others works so well on me every single time. Uh, so going back to answer the questions, I think it could be that Yamogi's dad is dead and he's kind of grieving the loss of his mother and you know dealing with this new guy in her life, but it's hard to tell, but she still seems pretty there for him, which... Uh, I don't know. Sometimes we dwell on things even though they're okay now, and maybe that, that was his case. Maybe that's why he was so uh, easily able to break through the delusion. I'm very unsure about that. Anyway, uh, can you reach somebody who doesn't want to be reached? I would say no. Uh, is it possible to be unable to reach yourself? Maybe. I don't know. I've never, thank God, dealt with depression. Um, I've been bummed. I've been down, but I've never really... Like, I've heard people talk about dealing with depression, and honestly, I can't... I can't relate. Like, I have to believe them or I choose to believe them because I don't want to be dismissive of, you know, this terrible internal struggle that they're having. But I just, I just don't get it. I can't get it. I can't psychologically or, or, or intellectually grasp that concept of what depression is and what it does to you. And, uh, you know, I'd want to do anything I could to help somebody who's depressed, but I just, I don't, I don't think I have the tools for that. Um, so... I don't know. And, and to me, that that's what I, the reason I bring up depression, being unable to reach yourself, that's what it feels like. That sounds like the definition of depression. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I definitely think that's possible to happen. Um, but like, can you reach somebody who doesn't want to be reached? No. So does that mean then, you know, by the transitive property of this uh, uh, thought experiment that if you're unable to be reached even by yourself, that part of you doesn't want to be reached? Maybe. But um, ultimately, I believe that part of you does want to be reached and that it can be healed, but you just have to overcome it. And see, that's the thing. I don't want to be like, oh, stop being depressed, just do something. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do for other people. And that's the sad thing. And that's the thing with my kids, too. I've had to tell my kids multiple times, hey, you're the one who's in control of what you do and how you react to things. And you're in control of what you do with, you know, the fact that you're upset with us, you're upset with your siblings, you're upset with... Uh, you know, the circumstance in your life, only you can make it better for yourself and only you can, you know, make the changes and make, you know, take action and, and you know, turn, turn that family upside down. No, only you can, like, act in your own life. And gosh, I think that's true. But like, really, you can't force anybody to do anything. The only reason people do things uh, for others is because they love them or they fear them. And you could potentially hound and harass and you know, drive somebody to do something because they're so terrified of you, or you can, you know, reach through with, you know, love and kindness and whatever. And again, going back to my complaint about this episode, Yamogi, like, 
I didn't really see him doing that. Like, there's self-sacrifice or whatever because he's getting all bruised up running into those walls again and again. But, like, that doesn't work in real life. You can't just love someone hard enough or try to help someone hard enough. Ultimately, they're going to do what they're going to do, and you can't stop them unless you physically shackle them. But that's not what we want. We want... <laughs> At least I want. I want peace and harmony and and to be able to, oh gosh, um, to make things better. And that's the thing. That's and that maybe that's the cathartic thing about this show, this episode, uh, this instance. Um, like again, one of my favorite uh, bands is Bare Naked Ladies, B and L. And uh, by by the way, New Disaster, 2021, June 2021, they released a song, a single from their new album, New Disaster. The song is amazing. New Disaster, it's freaking fantastic. Anyway, go listen to that. Flip was okay. New Disaster is an instant classic in my opinion. Anyway, um, but there's a line in one of their songs about, uh, well, I'm, I'm not sure what all it's about. Uh, there's suicide mentioned in it and things like that. Uh, depression, sadness, just like the frailty of the human condition. But uh, it says, um, some about, oh, um, like, I will fight for your sanity, how profound such profanity can be. On behalf of humanity, I will fight for your sanity, how profound such profanity can be. Fighting, combat, killing, violence, uh, destruction, all these things are vulgar, and they are, um, uh, what is it? Is it obscene? Is that the word that we use? Um, I, I'm really hot. I'm dripping with sweat right now because I'm trying to keep my audio uh, as good as it can be. <laughs> And uh, it makes me need to schwitz. That's, that's necessary uh, for now. In my current form, i got to schwitz it out. Anyway, um, but yeah, like, oh, how profound such profanity can be. Like, the idea of having to bash stuff is profane. It is common. It is base. Uh, it is animalistic. Uh, if you could just will someone to be good, if you could just blast them with a fixer beam and heal things, that would be better. But you can't do that. And I'm not trying to say things are futile, so don't even try. I'm just stressing how hard it is to, uh, how hard the, the truth and the answer is to that question. I don't think without, I don't think the average schmo can just reach through to somebody, um, and cause them to change. You have to inspire, and maybe that's the positive thing. You have to inspire other people to change and to grow and to get past themselves. And you have to do that by living your own life and by pursuing your own happiness and taking your life into your own hands and doing something with it and making something with it that you want and that you are passionate about and that you love. And I think that that love, that burning desire, that passion, that fire, uh, if you can keep it going for yourself, uh, it'll attract others and it can um, break through to others and they can choose to ignite that same fire for themselves. So... Gosh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, thanks for your time and attention. I want to direct you over to check out uh, Avon the Glowbug. Um, I'm working on the rest of it. I've been super busy. I'm uh, building up a, a homestead. Thank God I've been fortunate enough to be able to be in a situation where I can be growing uh, food, which we're not, we, we put, we tried, we, we messed up our timing. So our, our all our, uh, starter stuff is dead pretty much. Um, but we have, uh, over a dozen chicks and they're growing and uh, we had to build a coop for them and fencing and all this stuff. So super busy, but I will get back to the writing stuff. But, and, uh, that's why, uh, it's difficult to find the time to make these things happen. But here I am doing my best, um, to make it happen. Uh, you know, I'm watching, I'm, I actually wait to, uh, 
put out an episode until I've watched the episode so that it's as fresh as possible. I don't like to dwell on things and have them sit for a long time before I release them. So anyway, I've been delaying watching uh, Danazanon even though I've been really wanting to watch it uh, because I just haven't had the time. But I'm going to push through and try to make it happen and uh, I pray that you do the same uh, in all areas of your life. I'm um, going to remind you, you don't have to shout henshin to be a hero and then leave you with peace and blessings. This is MJ signing out. Also, go ahead and at the bottom of the show notes, check out the featured design of the week. Please.